Kevin Stevens here with Rob Cenerani. Hey, Bob. Hi, Kevin. Um, someone determined it would be a fine idea to hear our soft, soothing voices, um, which, fine, whatever, it, it does beat the alternative. We don't have a camera on us. I think that's a service to the readers and viewers in itself. Good thing. Yes. I was thinking the other day, you know, if people didn't have to listen to us talk, this would be the perfect medium for us. Oh, I love it. That's, it couldn't be more well stated. (laughs) Outstanding. (laughs) For starters, you know, this is the first time we're doing this. Um, How about, I'll throw this out there, we... Talk about some things we'd like to see in 2019. I like it. Starting with you, fire away. You want me to go first? Why wouldn't you? All right. Uh, I've been on the wrestling gig for this will be my fourth season uh, doing that, and uh, I'd like to see more uh, wrestling state champions this year. Three years that I've been doing it, Section 4 has crowned two state champions, uh, Kobe Garrahee in 2016, he was from Maine Endwell, and uh, last year Dante Geislinger from Norwich. Um, You know, we get a three spot or a four spot this year, and I think there is enough talent in Section 4 to do that. That'd be something nice to see for 2019. I'd be re- revisiting the olden days. Yes. Because it wasn't all that uncommon, it doesn't seem like, not too awfully long ago to have multiple winners. Yeah, five, six. Uh, no, it, the year before I came back to the paper, uh, 2015, we had five. Hmm. So who knows, maybe I'm the jinx. But It's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we have the talent. I mean, there's some Geislinger is is looks good again. Uh, Caleb Robinson from Walton Delhi looked really good at the uh, Windsor Christmas tournament. You know, Mikey Squires from uh, Norwich, uh, the Worthing brothers from Tioga, and Austin Lamb. I mean, I could keep going. Uh, Trenton Rupert. I was just going to throw that name out. I. We don't root for kids. We don't root for teams. But there's a kid I'd be rooting for. Um, Newark Valley, big boy, had his football season cut short. Or actually had his football season delayed and started midway through. He was never quite himself. But there's a kid I'd like to see hit it big. Good kid. 18-0 and so far this season. So uh, it, it doesn't look like uh, there are any, you know, anything holding him back from the the car accident he get into. So that's a good good thing. What else you got? Um, how about uh, Parker Stokes, main end one in oh. the spring. You'll, you'll be seeing him. Um, I just did the Athlete of the Year story on Parker. Nice kid. Um, great, great kid to sit down and have a chat with. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he mentioned one of his goals for the spring 
will be breaking nine minutes in the 3,000 steeplechase. He, <laughs> he won that title outright. You saw it uh, last year at Cicero North Syracuse, ran a 9.05 and change. And I think the the state record in that event is something around 9.02. So, you know, if he can, you know, get eight something in that event, that, that would be a good thing to see, I think. I like his chances. I like, I like the chances of a kid who, when he or she puts his or her mind to something, it gets done. Mm-hmm. And I think he's in that category. Yep. Uh, and fun to watch run. I mean, he's got, mm-hmm. I've seen him. It's almost like he's smiling <laughs> when he's running. And I used to run, and I don't ever remember smiling when no, I did No. <laughs> no, what's the smile about? It hurts. Yeah. Your legs hurt, your feet hurt, your lungs hurt. Yeah. But I've seen it. I've seen it more than once. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. But we've got it in, in, a, in a photo somewhere, too. And he will not talk himself up. I mean, oh. he's uh, just downplays everything uh, he does. It's refreshing to, to see that for a kid who has that much talent. Yeah. He's going to be going to Georgetown uh, when he graduates. So they have a pretty good uh, track and field slash cross-country reputation. <laughs> not bad. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I, off the top, just kind of more general stuff. And being basketball season, among other sports, I'll start there. And I, I just once, I want to see a coach give an immediate hook to the kid who hoists a three while ignoring that teammate who'd who'd work his or her tail off on a block to get open, seal off a defender, show a target, you know, darn near begging for the ball. And once that three goes up under those circumstances, make or miss, boom, Oak Ridge. I agree, but how about also – more of what you said in the first part of that. How about just seeing more kids post up on the block? I mean, that's kind of a lost art in itself. I mean, how often do you see kids with a back-to-the-basket game these days? Wouldn't it be nice to see more of that, like the the big six foot five kid instead of being out there jacking three-pointers <laughs> that he's down in the post, you know, fighting for position? That would be a nice start. <laughs> that would be, yeah. Um, I'm just not – I think the uh, three-point line has done more, far more harm than good uh, in the high school game. You may disagree. I know you one of those guys who likes that red, white, and blue ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it, it was necessary just because the, the kids are getting more athletic now. And, you know, you ever turn on ESPN and watch one of those uh, ESPN classic games from, like, the, the 1980s, and you see teams packing five guys in the paint, and, you know, just the, it was really hard for offenses to get going. I think the one good thing that the three-point line did was make it so teams had to come out and guard. And I actually think the, the three-point line has helped – interior players because you can't just double down and be so close to them now. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. Um, <laughs> into the spring, I, I want I want 
I want to see pitchers working quickly and throwing strikes. I don't want to see dawdling. I don't want to see nibbling. I don't want to see eyes rolling on a call, a non-call, whatever. I, I, I just get it done because the, the pace of the game starts there. Yep, and you know those are the best games you cover in high school. Oh. You get those, you know, three to twos, two to ones, where both kids have command of the the strike zone. And you know, I remember talking to uh, Nick Anderson about this last year, and you know how important it is when you have a kid who throws strikes because I mean it's hard to hit a baseball I mean when you have a kid who has command of the strike zone and can throw one or two pitches for strikes he's going to be good Mm -hmm. I mean he's going to get guys out and that's if you can get one or two of those kids on a pitching staff at the high school level you're going to have a chance most games a couple more things I want to throw out there again just general stuff but <clears throat> Regardless of the sport, I'd like to see the end of uh, look at me kind of nonsense. Whether it be some big show after hitting a shot or a home run or this or that, or just some subtle little little hand signal, they become a little little more popular than they ought to be. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, no, just play um, kind of stuff makes makes good kids look like chumps. That's all it does. Yeah, and it's becoming more prevalent, I would say, uh, creeping into the high school level uh, that's more yes. and more yep. uh, as the years have, have gone by. And, I mean, you see it a lot, uh, you know, turn on any nationally televised game. I mean, it, there seems to be a lot more in-game celebrating. I mean, I think it was, you know, Paul Brown who said, you know, act like you've been there before. And it just seems like in-game celebrations, uh, as the years have progressed, there's there's tons of them now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of celebrating during the game. And, you know, I was always taught that you celebrate after the game, and that's if you win. There you go. <laughs> Mandatory viewing for every high school kid. Should be Walter Payton after scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You just flip the ball to the ref and go to the bench. Yeah. Yep. Um, speaking of the ref, um, I, I want to see common sense officiating on a consistent basis. And I see plenty. And I'll give a great example. It's a football game I covered in the fall. Doesn't matter which one. One sided game. On a hot day, one-sided game in the first half. The team on the losing end was not only not very good, but it was not very deep. Second half took 35 minutes. Fourth quarter took 12 minutes. Now, was that in the in the handbook or what happened? No, but it's in the common sense book. Uh, and, and along those lines, I mean, it was great. It was fabulous. I applauded it. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little thing. That moving screen isn't necessarily moving with three and a half minutes left in a 22-point game. Yeah. Nor was that center in the lane for three seconds under those same circumstances. Never mind that he or she was in there for seven seconds. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, high school. 
big old strike zone to begin with, and then it really expands when it's like nine nothing. It just, just, and I see plenty of it, but I also see some like head scratchers here and there. Those guys are, I couldn't do it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I couldn't do their job. Yeah. But uh, just just for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and uh, applaud all those guys who, who still do it. Oh. And it looks like a lot of them are getting up in age. I've been seeing the same ones for, for a long time. And, uh, you know, ho- hopefully there's a, a new group that, that follows the, the group that's been around for a while. But, mm-hmm. Like you said, that that's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Why is that computer beeping? Any idea? I don't know. Just wants to make sense, I guess, Kevin. Okay, I got it. What else you got? Uh, I mentioned Nick Anderson. He coached uh, Seton Catholic Central's baseball team uh, in the last two years. Two years ago, they made it to the state semifinal. Last year, they made it to the state final. And uh, I went with my son on a recruiting visit to Cortland State about 10 days ago. And expecting to see Joe Brown, Cortland's coach, whatever. But I walk into the office, and who do I see but Nick Anderson, which I, I did not expect to see him. He He's an assistant coach at Cortland State now. And uh, I got to talking to him, and he was saying that there's going to be a, a lot of new coaches in stack for baseball this year. Um you know, not only is he leaving at Seton, at Windsor, uh, Joel Bennett, who had had uh, probably about a handful of years coaching at Windsor, uh, he's not doing it anymore. And Brandon Olbrey's, who coached Deposit Hancock to a state championship last year in Class D, is taking over at Windsor. Uh, he mentioned Mike Allen at Shenango Valley. He's not doing it anymore. Mentioned openings at Forks and Johnson City. So um, just, you know, what will we like to see in 2019, what we will see in 2019 is a lot of new baseball coaches in stack uh, for mm-hmm. baseball. Um, shift gears, I'm going to tip my cap to a couple of basketball players excuse me, I've seen thus far kind of caught my eye. Mm-hmm. One of them, uh, Horseheads, Jillian Casey. Uh, i I'd been told she was a shooter, which she most certainly is. She dumped 38 on JC, I believe. Um, but I saw her in a really, really weird game against Binghamton. And yeah, she hit the winning shot. Great shot, three, time winding down. But fine and dandy. She guards, she boxes out, she works and works and works to get open. She puts the ball on the floor and gets to the rim, which I was told was not her forte, but it sure was that night. Um, just a, a joy to watch play. And. Um, Another one, and, 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 and a delight to talk to also. i got to throw that in. Mm-hmm. Another one, uh, Mojo Ajak from Seat Catholic Central, the quote-unquote fifth starter in terms of uh, probably basketball ability. But I'll take him. I'll take him. He works, and he works. And he, you know, I saw him 
get 14 rebounds. You know, maybe I saw the game of his life. I don't know, but but boy, he no, looked awful good to me. No, because I saw the same thing against Oniana a, a couple weeks ago. He was do, he does work on the inside, and it's you know a lot of the stuff that you know it's not glamour stuff. It it, it is work what <laughs> what he does, yep. and uh, you know they obviously have a lot of options on offense. So you know. You actually need somebody like that who's not going to require a lot of shots. I mean, they don't run anything for him. No. But, you know, just on offensive rebounds and battling, you know, he'll probably get six to eight points a game just doing that. I didn't see this one, but um, <laughs> Kyle Coffin, Newark Valley, mm. 55? Yeah. 25 in the first quarter? Mm. Um, eight threes. Uh, and And – it wasn't like he was out there doing it to pad the numbers or whatever. It was a two-point win. Yeah. Uh, I, now, we've both seen him play football, and he's he's awful darn good. Mm-hmm. But I want to see him uh, in that other sport now. Yeah, 55. That's... And he'd had 40 earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that, you know, how often, you know, maybe we get a – 50-point game maybe once every three or four seasons. I'm you ever covered one? No, I've I've never covered one. But then you see what that Joe Girard oh. III does. Where, you know, every time I, I look at the uh, tweeter, you know, uh, Girard, 57 against this team or 55 against this team, I mean, for two years running now. i got to say this, though. Pardon the interruption. I've got to say I also look at the uh, – the shots attempted when I read about him. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's He's not Mojo. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Volume shooter. <Right. laughs> um, anything else? Uh, I just wanted to mention, you know, things we'd like to see in 2019. At some point, you know, to see Kiera Fisher come back. Um, shoulder injury that wiped out this season for her. Um, it, I mean, we've had a lot of really good players come through Section 4 over the last, you know, three, four, five seasons, and she might be the best of, of, of all of them. So here's hoping that, you know, she gets back and gets back to that level that she was playing at. I mean, last year she was our Elite 10 Player of the Year, and we had a ton of good players last mm-hmm. season, and she did it as a sophomore, and she deserved it. So, you know, it's kind of disappointing to hear a, a few weeks back that, that she wasn't going to play this season. Well, she did that last year. She did what she did with, obviously, with some shoulder problems because she wore that brace or whatever it was fairly harness, consistently. Yeah, Is that yeah. what you call Harness. There we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's all I have, Kevin. Let's call it a wrap, and maybe if we don't get an overwhelming amount of negative feedback on this, maybe maybe we actually do it again. Yeah, I'm not liking our chances, but there yeah. we go. Okay, we'll see. Yep. Yeah.